Friends of the internet, welcome to another episode of the Grunge Bible Podcast. We've made it to episode nine, and there is no stopping this train. My name is Chris Salona, and I'm joined as usual by my friend, Ethan Shalloway. Ethan, how are you today? I'm doing really well, Chris. Um, it's a nice Monday. Actually, I got a live concert that I'm I'm headed to later tonight. I'm going to see Mount Joy. Oh, I've already, I got some I got some work in this morning, and uh, this is the last thing on the docket before uh, we go get some live music and an outdoor event. Actually, it's supposed to rain, but other That's than right. that, I'm really excited. Um, got a good group of people that will have a table for. So yeah, nice. I'm I'm doing pretty well. This has uh, got to be uh, this got to be your first concert that you've attended, and I mean that anybody's attended probably in the better part of a year, maybe longer than that at this point. So, when was your last concert prior to this? Oh, let's see. Um, official concert, something I bought tickets for that wasn't like a friend. I'd probably say, yeah, last year, maybe right in the beginning of the new year, I saw uh, camp. Oh, okay. They were here in Birmingham. So I saw camp. I think they were the most recent one. Yeah. So yeah, and that was great. That was like right across from where I'm going to see uh, Mount Joy tonight nice. in Avondale. So yeah, I'm pretty excited. Have you been to a concert That's in the past exciting. year? I have not been to a concert. I don't think since 2019. The last concert I think I saw oh. was the John Butler Trio. Um, it was either them or Government Mule, uh, the town that I used to live in. Government Mule used to always come through, and I would, I would always go and see them. And you know, led by Big Warren Haynes at the front. But uh, hopefully, this summer I'll be able to make my way to some some concerts. I really do miss that aspect of music. But um, that's great. I'm I'm excited. You've got a good Monday lined up, and what better way to uh, uh, you know to add on to that Monday by re- by recording a podcast here? Oh yeah, it's it's becoming one of my favorite things to do. Honestly, I love Absolutely. I love getting I love getting on the tube and being able to talk with you. So, and we got a good one today. Uh, we do. I think there's a there's a topic that we love we love to talk. I know that Chris and I love to banter about this to each other all the time. It's what's good and what's bad about Instagram and running a social media account. And uh, sometimes we talk about the bad a lot. Uh, but there is some good that we that we like talking about, and we not like all bad. And that, yeah, it's not all bad. It's easy to talk about the bad, as many of you know. That's how life is in general. It's easy to kind of rant and rave. But um, yeah, we got some good stuff to talk about. I'm excited. Uh, it's going to be a little bit, you know, shooting from the hip, which is going to be great. And we're just going to talk about Grunge Bible as a whole. Yeah, just pure unfiltered banter. I'm looking forward to that. But before we get into that, I would like to take some time and thank our top level patrons over on Patreon uh, who make this podcast possible. So we have four members of that top level tier who are, you know, powering this podcast and allowing us to do what we do. And they are Sonny Mashburn, Victor Schaefer, Shannon Gorgone, and Alexis Shannon. And Alexis actually just recently joined. So thank you so much, Alexis. And thank you to Sonny, Victor, and Shannon uh, for your support over on Patreon. Additionally, uh, in addition to those four, we do have a new member of the Patreon club. Uh, Her name is Jade Mercado. So thank you so much, Jade, for joining us up on Patreon. And we're really appreciative for your support over there. Yeah, that is one of the best notifications that we can oh, get. Yeah. When we when someone pops up that, you know, Victor has joined Patreon Patreon and is, is giving you, you know, ten dollars, is supporting you ten dollars. Uh, that goes a long way. And we're always so, I'm always so stoked to see that pop oh, up. Yeah. I'm just like, it, it, it doesn't get old, you know, the never fact that fails. We're, we're we're putting this podcast together. It's a lot of fun and just like the extra encouragement that people are actually enjoying what we're talking about, which I think we say every single episode, but it is still strange to me that people enjoy our conversation and our banter. 
Yeah. A few people that I've talked to you, Chris, I listen to it. They say we're, we're doing a pretty good job. We have good chemistry. So yeah. at least no, we got that going for yeah. us. And like, no, no one, no one has outright told us that we suck. Um, but particularly amongst my friends, I, I'd like to think that I'm good enough friends with them that they would call bullshit if I was really bad at this. So hopefully we're like right in that mediocre to maybe good on our best day, like right, right in the middle of the pack, but we're, we're trudging up that mountain. Yeah. I think we're rounding into form nicely. So absolutely. Well, this I, is our, it's our ninth episode. So yeah, we gotta do something big for 10. I guess we 10 should be about 10, Pearl Jam. 10 huh? should be about 10. I think there it should, you go. There we go. Right. It's settled. So next week, uh, I guess we're gonna have to do that. So easy, it'll be easy content be right there. <laughs> yep. Just just hammering content. That's that's all we know how to do. But speaking of content, um, we've been in the uh, the quasi uh, business of Instagram, you know, quote unquote business for over five years now. Um, I don't know how the page is as big as it is, but um, it no idea. It comes with a lot. It comes with a lot of good, and it comes with a lot of bad. Yeah, it does. And it and it's changed over the years. You know, it's it's so funny what what was good and what we, you know, what the, how the numbers have changed and how we viewed certain, you know, uh, you know, maybe mentions or interactions in the beginning versus how we view them now and what what really, you know, what does it for us, as we like to say, and what <laughs> no longer no longer does it for us. So we talk about that a lot. Like, you know, there's there's some things that just don't do it for me anymore that used to. And uh, so th- it's been a wave, it's been up and down, but uh, yeah, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start? The good, the bad, well, speaking, the ugly? Speaking of, you know, what does it for us? I think when we first started, um, how crazy and how cool it was when like a notable public figure would like or comment or follow. And it's funny, just before we hopped on to record this, um, <laughs> I, I, I was made aware that uh, Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit actually commented on one of our recent posts. And that was... Uh, yeah, it's exactly like what you said. It's like we get the notification, we're like, "All right, Fred, like, cheers to you, man." But I don't really know what to do with this information. Um, you know, I I guess Fred Durst likes Soundgarden. It was a Soundgarden post, and uh, he commented a couple of couple of lightning emojis. So we re- yeah. we love we we love that for Fred. Uh, we love that for us, and <laughs> we love that for Soundgarden. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's incredible, and and <clears throat> it's always funny because there's not we've looked, and there's not really a way to see. Um, to to give you a list of the check marked people yeah, that you follow can, you, you can't filter for famous people. Yeah, you can't filter for famous. So uh, we find out it's like it's like a little like breadcrumb every time if someone comments or if, if we happen to see that they like a post. So it's always fun when something pops up or somebody tells us, "Like, hey, did you know that you know John Mayer follows your Porch Radio account?" Yeah, like, or like, "Hey, Tom Morello just liked your post," or like so and so commented on it. Or, or, or Bill Burr, yeah, Bill Burr liked your last your last comment exactly. Or, or I remember Which, these uh, are all these are all true, by the way. Yeah, they're, they're, and, all and those I, people. Yeah, and I remember um, Doug Robb of Hoobastank, the lead <laughs> singer. He sent us a really really heartfelt direct message and something to the effect of, you know, your your page brings back memories of the most formative music period in my life like thank you so much for this page and keep doing what you do so you never we ethan and i always say to one another you never know what is in store next with this page and uh i think you know speaking of the good of the page like that's that's a lot of fun like you never really know what's next you never know um you know what comments are going to be made who's going to interact and and kind of that segues into one of my favorite parts is it's just the stories that, that that we're able to hear and that we're able to 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 take part in on this page. I mean, as we've gotten bigger, that's one of my favorite functions of the size of the page as it's gotten bigger is, 
you know, we cast a wider net. So it seems like every single concert video that we post, we have somebody who was there who's so pumped to share their experience of like, oh man, it was, it was 105 degrees that day. Like we were running out of water. They were spraying the fire hose on us. And, you know, it was just an absolutely kick-ass experience. Then the band came out and, you know, you never know, you never know, you know, what experiences people are going to share with us. And it's always fun to read those. Yeah. And in the same breath, you never know how it's going to affect somebody. And that's one of our, I think one of my favorite and your favorite is, you know, you post something, like you said, and lo and behold, the lead singer to Hoopastank, it affected them and they and they yeah. kind of respond and they're just like, wow, I had no idea. I posted something on Porch Radio and someone said I hadn't smiled all day until I saw this. And I was like, all right, well, then it was worth it. You know, that and and we have, a, a, we've had countless interactions like that where people comment and just be like, wow, I really needed this today. And um, that is probably, you know, when I, if I ever get, um, you know, if I ever get, tired or worn from the Instagram. I think of like, why am I doing this? And it's clearly not for the numbers or not for the fame and stuff. And I think an easy way to remind myself um, is the good that it does. And the simple fact that like, it is a community of people that are able to kind of level on the same music and the same ideas and the same uh, life experiences. Cause a lot of this, you know, music, um, like he said, pinpoints a time and these people's lives that they went through together. And then, um, so there's you know, experiences are similar and it's really cool. And I love, I love that about music. I love that about the page. It's probably the easiest thing is just how we can be connected. And you get a lot of that on the page. You get a lot of, a lot of, uh, direct messages. Yeah. Which, that's, that's kind of the, the cool thing about the platform is, you know, and just the internet in general is that anybody, regardless of who you are, has an opportunity to share things. And the fact that, there are people who are tied into us who, you know, pay attention to what we share and, you know, get value out of it. I, I, I always say that, you know, if we can add value to people's lives, I think that's a lot of fun. Um, but like what you were saying, you know, we get a lot of interactions and we get a lot of, a lot of, uh, messages and, you know, speaking of something that is, it's tough to keep up with the messages. I post yeah, say, <laughs> the downside yeah. of this <laughs> is the pure volume that we yeah. now get. It's just, it's, it's a lot and it's, and it takes time because, you know, you want to, you want to interact with everybody and you want to, you know, share and share and whatever it is that they're sharing, but it's tiring. As a matter of fact, I just, uh, I shared a meme earlier today on the stories and it was, uh, um, I'm a big fan of SpongeBob memes, as you can tell, um, back up there, I've got, I've got a SpongeBob art. Uh, on my wall and it was a it was a squidward meme and he's got this button on him at, at work and, and the button says i'm not ignoring you i'm just really busy and if i don't use my few free hours for myself instead of responding to everybody i will straight up lose my sanity and it gets gets overwhelming and for example yes. yesterday we had a little incident on the page where um i posted a story um pretty much just saying that you know you can compliment female artists without basically saying that you want to fuck them and, you know, you can keep it about the art and you don't have to objectify them. And we got so many responses, mostly good, but some, some pissed off men, uh, replying to that. And you know, the, the inbox is, is broken. It's it, like that backup is, is never going to get, get no. sorted through. Yeah. I can't believe you'd be so unreasonable, Chris. I know. What the fuck? Like how, how could I, how could I possibly suggest to somebody that they ought to be respectful of other people? Yeah, it's just, uh, um, 
Yeah. And it used to not be that way. Cause I think we built our page on um, responding to people. So we yeah. have a good, we have a good, like we have a good history of responding to people and kind of built that type of persona. So now it's really tough. And you know, one of my biggest gripes with Instagram is like, they don't tell you how many you got. It no, says, it says 99 plus. Yep. So that could be like, that could mean 101 or that could mean a thousand. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't and sometimes, I remember like Chris, I remember texting like, yeah, I'm gonna go through the inbox. And you're like, it's just gonna keep coming. It's like Don't it's like it. the it's like a zombie horde. Yeah. You, you get through a bunch, you know, you respond, you send some emojis, you have to, you maybe just straight up delete some, and it doesn't matter how many you do, no. how many waves, it just refills full inbox i'm like dude just let me know i need an end in sight is it a thousand yeah. if, it is, if it is i'm done just but if it's, if it's 150 i'll do it yeah exactly and and that's the thing and they don't tell you and once you get in a groove and you start going through them the app always crashes and it doesn't let you send a always. message it's like i'm just trying to send a damn heart to somebody to let them know that i saw it you know um, yeah yeah, why does the app crash when I'm using it? I'm just doing right. what I'm just doing it. But, I'm, I'm <laughs> using the app how it was supposed to be used. Like, do you think do you think Fred Durst has this problem? Well, first of all, I don't think Fred Durst is responding to his to his DMs. Um, yeah. you know. Secondly, I don't know. Maybe maybe Instagram chooses to you know offer him some better support than we do. But that's that's always a tough part. And I always I feel kind of bad sometimes too because you know sometimes i'll just go in and just look at the messages and i don't i don't re- i don't reply i don't you know give yeah. the red receipt um and i feel badly because you know people have questions or they want to share things and sometimes it's it, like it's impossible to get to all of them but one of my favorite functions because i'm a procrastinator and because it's just so overwhelming at times I think if you're a professional account, control like alt account, delete. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. One of my well, favorites. Dep- <laughs> depends on the day, but you can read a message and you can swipe to the left and click unread, so you, the person doesn't know that you've seen it. Like, I've been known to employ that quite a bit, <laughs> but I don't have it on my personal account because my personal account's a personal account. So I've slipped up sometimes and I've opened something that I really didn't want to respond to yet, um, and I can't. Yes, I can't. I can't go back. You know some. Some words there's, there's, can't be taken back. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there's a definition and a word for this where you have anxiety about opening a message because you feel the the responsibility to respond. Yeah, there's there has to be something because I do that with my phone yeah. and on the app where I like I'm I can't open it until like I'm ready to respond and I put it off. Even the simplest of simple oh, texts. Oh, hundred percent. I mean, I do it to you probably all the time. Where I this, see it, a, I'm like, it's a slippery slope too because you, you're like, oh, I'll a, respond to this in an hour. Next thing you know, <laughs> nine days have gone by. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. And I've done this with, uh, with my good friend, David, right? He asked me like a coffee advice. I did it to you the other day. Yes. And I was like, I need to wait till I have time to respond. And then when I finally have respond yet, seven days later, he's like, wow, that was a quick response. Like it's sarcastic. (laughs) It's like, wow, I just get into this now. And I'm like, yeah, I've gotten so much, I've gotten so much worse at that as I've gotten older. Um, when I was younger, I I would pretty much just respond right, right away. But now, oh man, I, and I, like this is horrible to think about right now because in my text inbox right now, I actively have like four or five people that I'm doing that to right now. And then over on Instagram, I've got, I've got a couple too. And on Grunge Bible, I have between 100 and, you know, 1,500 in there. Yeah. But I guess the one nice thing about this is, um, you know, <laughs> you know, when you like you get your first job or your first internship and like you're supposed to be sending emails, whether it be to like a coworker or like the company or whatever. And people always talk about how they 
reread the message like 47 times before they send it because they're afraid they're going to mess up. Like I have no misgivings about sending things. Like I don't have that type of anxiety in like my day job because I guess Grunge Bible has made me so used to having to interact with people and send messages. Um, so I guess that is an upside of having to to handle the volume, but mm-hmm. yeah, it can be it can be overwhelming at times. And a lot of times I think I do it because I don't want to get stuck doing that for another hour of like yeah. responding. I and which is not good. So and the the best is when I I'll respond to something and then I'll move on to the next few and then the people respond back and I'm like, whoa, buddy, I already <laughs> yeah, gave you I already, your gave, turn. <laughs> I already gave you a response. I, I can't have a conversation yeah. right now. Yeah. Do not like I'm gonna go like two hundred dollars. <laughs> so sometimes they respond back, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. All right. I I guess they know I'm on. <laughs> yeah. So some of my favorite things though are when people send us certain things like I think the internet, like the internet is such a stupid place when you think about it. And just like the amount of memes and the humor that exists, like that's one of my favorite things about the page is just like the humor that comes through it. And, you know, if we'll start a joke and people immediately come on and some of them are super, super witty and super funny with the things that they share. And then people will start things all their own. And I love how quick the internet is with memes and everything like that. And it's fun to kind of hop in the mix. But that's that's always been one of my favorite things about the page is just getting laughs out of it. I guess it's kind of selfish, but for my own personal entertainment, it's always a lot of fun. Yeah. So you love, yeah, you love posting the memes. Yeah, I've, 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 I've been known to enjoy a good meme or two. And I only recently really have I so what you're saying, to craft some. So what you're saying, one thing you love about the page is you can do whatever you want. Correct. That is my favorite thing about the page is that I can do whatever I want. And it's always funny. And this just happened yesterday with with that story post that I was referencing earlier um, about like objectifying women. Somebody, some angry, angry dude responded and he basically, he told us to, uh, to shut up and stick to posting, which the, like, those are direct contradictions of one another. You cannot fundamentally keep your mouth closed and still post because posting is speaking uh, but it's always funny when people try to, whether it be to us or whether it be to people in the comments, when they try to tell people that their opinion is wrong or that um, they can't say their opinion or whatever. And it's just, you can you can pretty much do whatever you want. Just as, for example, if somebody comments something really shitty, they have the right to comment that, but I also have the right to to try to body bag them or, or, to, or to block them. You know, that's always a, you know, I have just as much of a right to do that as they do to be a shitty human on the internet. And unfortunately, as the page has gotten bigger, um, the volume of shitty individuals that come along the page has also increased, but it's still such a small percentage. Yeah. Yeah. Interacting, interacting with, with bozos is always, it's always fun. It's always fun to get into something, but it, it is draining. At some point you just like, all right, like, it's over yeah. right now. It's just, and sim- as simply as blocking people. Like, yeah, I, I've grown to nothing love for us. block button. Yeah, like when we first started the page, I never really blocked anybody because it never really got to that point. But the last couple of years, I've I've really enjoyed using the block button. Um, and some people are, are very persistent. And this just happened uh, yesterday, actually. 
uh, somebody, somebody came into the DMS, uh, trying to, trying to throw some, throw some mud at us. Uh, I didn't like what they had to say. I blocked them and they, uh, went on and they utilized an Instagram page that was set up for their dog to message us again and continue to say a whole bunch of disparaging things about me. Um, so yeah, I never thought that I would be getting yelled at by, uh, by someone's dog, but just like what we said, you you never know what Grunge Bible is gonna is gonna give us next. Getting barked at, as they say. Yeah, they're they're coming Jeez. up in here with all that kind of stuff. But I mean, the the good interactions far and away outweigh the bad. And, and because if they didn't, I would not be doing this. It would just be too too annoying. But a lot of that stuff, like it doesn't really bother me. Um, you know, when people people call me names or you know. Yeah. People, call me a loser or whatever. Like it's nothing that's not true. So <laughs> yeah, if they were lying, I'd be mad. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, yeah, I don't care when people post that stuff. I mean, I, I'll respond once, but I'm known to just like, I'm just known to not respond. Exactly. So give one, them. one thing that I want to get your opinion on, um, if you were to block somebody hypothetically, and they were to somehow get in contact with you afterwards and apologize um, and try to make amends to get unblocked. Would you unblock them? Like, would you be open to doing that or are all rulings final? Is it my personal or is it the page? It's, it's the page. Oh, yeah. I, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be, I mean, it depends what they said and whatnot, but I'd be, yeah. if they came back and were like super whatever, I'd be like, yeah, you know. See, that's where I differ. No. Yeah. No, no appeal on the docket today. <laughs> That's, I embody that. If I, if I block, you say that. <laughs> if I block you, you're done. All, you got to make, you got, you got to make another, you got to make another account. And just recently, I had blocked somebody. That's what's the crazy part. Just make another just account. Make another account. I will never Dude. know. I'll never know. <laughs> never. There's no way unless, that we would unless know. you let me know. Um, yeah. But I mean, just recently, somebody. I blocked them and then they had all of their friends D DMing the page as a petition. Um, but I, I explained to them, there's no appeal available. All rulings are final. And uh, that's just the way it goes sometimes. But uh, yeah, I, I kind of figured that we would differ in that. But also the problem is too, chances are, I'm not get, really going to remember specifically why I blocked you but just because there's so many people. Um, so, you know, this is not a, uh, this is not a, a fair and open court, as they say. It doesn't have to be. Nope. <laughs> we are we are the judge and the jury. And the executioner. And the executioner. Some somebody's got to do it. That's right. All right. So what's next? Good, bad, ugly. What should we do? Let's pick something good. I feel I feel like the uh the barometer has been shifting a little bit towards the bad. As well, and this does. is what we talked about earlier. You know, we can get ranting pretty easily. So bear with us if we if we talk about the bad, but hey, at least it's honest. That's the that's the uh the fun part about this podcast is you get a little insight about what me and Chris get frustrated about or happy about. So, yeah, and, and none of it's that serious, but I think one good thing I have discovered a lot of really cool music, um, from the page and, yeah. you know, within the genre of quote unquote grunge and, and without. What'd you say? Uh, name, name a few. I, I can think of a few off the top of my head. I know that I don't think either of us knew about Elliot Smith before. Did before not know about Elliot Smith. Um, I mean, shit. Even even within the genre itself, I didn't know. I didn't really know about Mark Lanigan. Um, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know much about Mother Love Bone, for Mad example. I, even like the like Temple the Dog and Mad Season. Like I didn't listen to them. Like I like I learned about like I learned about them as soon as we started yeah. this thing. Like mm -hmm. there's a lot of bands that 
actually add the deep dives into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even outside of the genre, like I, I learned about a band named Camp Cope um, from the page. Um, but yeah, I think Elliot Smith's probably one of the bigger ones outside of the genre because um, for some reason, I always make the connection in my head between Elliot Smith and Nick Drake. I don't really know why. I just, you know, maybe because of their songwriting styles and yeah. you know, their 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 struggles. But, you know, I'd known of Nick Drake and I, I forget how I learned or, you know, who or when explained Elliot Smith to me or suggested. But I mean, that was that was a game changer. But and it's always fun, too, because, you know, the the inbox is always full of suggestions and you know, when I do go in there, there's a lot of good things in there. So it's really exciting to learn. And I know one that everybody, whenever I post them, everybody is like, you need to get into them more is Queens of Primus. the Stone Age. And Primus. <laughs> and, and Limp Biscuit And Limp Biscuit And Tool. And Helmet. And... <laughs> and Malfunction. And the, there's there's like a running list of five to six bands that every single time we post them, the comments are immediately you don't post them enough or we need yeah. more of them and it and tools at the top of the list yeah helmet well we'll, um, we'll come we'll come back to queens of the stone age i like talking about that but it's interesting because there was a time period where everybody's like you need to post tool you need to post tool. and we're like we're not doing it okay yeah. <laughs> absolutely we're no. not posting tools stop asking and then we gave in and we posted tool and now no one asks because we posted them before yeah. and then there's the primus like post primus post primus and we're like screw Primus, they suck. <laughs> and then we're like, all right, we'll post Primus. And I feel like we've done this a few times. Helmet Helmet has been requested a lot. Yeah, and there's and some repeat refused. offenders too. There's there's people, so what happened with Primus was there was this one specific person who for, I don't even know how long, it was it was like a couple of weeks or, or maybe even a month or two would periodically message us um, and tell us that we need to post Primus. And that makes me think of Sweetwater, for example, too. Our, to say, our, yeah. our, our friend Taylor Berry, he 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 had uh, he had direct message us once and said that we needed to post Sweetwater. Um, and he was like the 90s band from Seattle, not the not the band from the 60s. And I think we read it and didn't respond. And then he posted, he sent us the same message again the next day. And you respond, you're like, tell us 69 days in a row and then we'll do it. And he stuck to it. Every single day for 69 days, he DM'd us and he told us that we needed to post Sweetwater. And then on that on that day, when that day came, it was it was Sweetwater Bible. We posted we changed our name water for the whole day. Um, so persistent. We, sometimes we cut our hair and changed our name. <laughs> <laughs> we traded that life for fortune and fame. Yeah, it was it was absolutely perfect. Um, but it's always funny you know, there's not really a band in the hopper right now that is like that, that there's like a unified call that we need to post them more. Um, but it's exactly like what you said, you know, we'll be like, absolutely not. We can't post this or I don't know anything about this band. How can I post about them if I don't know, you know, who they yeah. are, but yeah, tool tools. I mean, the, in the beginning, the it was like before we had posted silver chair before we posted much yeah. smashing pumpkins, mm-hmm. people were like, please post that. And we're just like, uh, that was back when we only posted the big four really, and maybe yeah. STP. Um, and then obviously we started doing a little bit more. And, um, yeah, but yeah. Speaking of, um, one of the more annoying things on the page is say, I'll go on, I'll post a band and then maybe two posts later, I'll post another band. Um, and they'll be like, how come you don't post more of this band? I never see them here. And it's the post from two posts to go where I posted that band. Or you just make one post and someone's like, oh, all you ever do is post this band. It always happens with Pearl Jam. And then I always like to go like, well, in the last three days, 
I've posted 19 different bands, none of which was Pearl Jam until now. So, uh, but, but then in the same breath, you have people that say, could you post more of this? Yeah. All you do is post non-grunge stuff. And we're like, listen, we're just out here doing our best. Yeah. I, we, we found a cheat code to be all things to all people in the sense that we are simultaneously posting not enough of every single band that's existed. And at the same time, we're posting too much of every single band that's existed. Um, I don't know, really know how that happened, but you know, for better or for worse, that's, uh, that's where we're at. But, you know, in that sense, I, sometimes when people say, Hey, it's been a while since you've posted this band, you should post something. If I'm in the right mood, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll post them right away. But sometimes if I'm, if I've had a bad day and I let it seep into this, if someone's like, Hey, I haven't seen this band in a while, I make an active note. I'm like, not only am I not, and you won't see it for another 10 posts. (laughs) Exactly. I was like, to your room. Not only am I not posting it today, I won't post it tomorrow. I won't post it next week. (laughs) You will never see it ever again on this page. Yeah. I, I, I can I can be I can be cranky like that. I can get into a pissy mood sometimes and uh and it definitely bleeds in. I mean, as it does in all aspects of your life. You know, you can have a bad day at work and you go home with the wife and kids and you're in a shitty mood or you know You've been listening to Limp Biscuit all day. Yeah, exactly. Fred Fred Durst comments on your post. You're all pop, pumped up on chocolate flavored water. <laughs> Is that a limp biscuit reference? Yeah. Okay. I, I know nothing about Limp Biscuit, so I didn't even a starfish know. flavored water and a chocolate. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm. So I, I have a confession to make. Actually, um, it was about an hour ago that I texted you that Fred Durst commented on it. Um, you so didn't know the lead singer's name was Fred Durst. I did not know who Fred yeah. Durst was. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So you didn't know. You so, didn't know. His so list. I saw the notification. It was like somebody. Somebody was like, "Hey, Fred Durst commented." So I looked. I was like, "Oh shoot, Fred Durst commented." Who the fuck is Fred Durst? <laughs> so I had to Google. I, I remember like, Fred Durst. <laughs> well, I, may, I remember uh, when we did the April Fool's uh, day. I think mm-hmm. we were. You said that you didn't have a, a, a limp biscuit phase in your in your um, high school career. So yeah, I, I mean, I understand. I didn't really know his. I didn't know his name until. I mean, I don't know. So I started looking up yeah. stuff about limp. I don't know. I had that. I think I had their CDR. I, I don't know. Back when you got music, not. Like through LimeWire or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, did you? Were you a LimeWire guy? Yeah, I was a little bit. Like my brother Quinn was an, a LimeWire guy. Okay. So he we had all the same music. So yeah. Um, I think he he used that or he it was like FrostWire or something too. Was that like B list LimeWire like the? Yeah, something like yeah. the same thing. But, um, but I actually got a lot of music. I had a friend actually the singer in my band. He had like, he just had tons of music i just found i just knew a bunch of people that had a ton of music and they would just let me have like let me burn it mm-hmm. so i didn't use too much of the you know, the internet i didn't ruin i didn't ruin my parents computer all that oh, much which is good i cannot say the same i was a LimeWire guy um yeah and i didn't know what i was doing um so no, god no knows did. no exactly you never knew what you were gonna get and you know i was i was getting set up and i you know just started getting to music a little bit and i was using LimeWire. and next thing you know the computer went out but similarly um i i had a friend who uh i went to grade school with who was a year older than than me um who is really into music from a really young age he's you know played the guitar for you know 80 percent of his of his life probably uh his name's jeff and he used to um buy music and buy cds and stuff and he would always like make a mix on a cd and he would give me the mm-hmm. cd and i'd get my music that way and I, I i got turned on to a lot of good stuff from him 
um, you know, back when I was, you know, seven, I mean, nine years old. There is nothing better than, and this goes for, and even in the in the romantic sense of it, is burning a CD for your significant other, burning a CD for your best buddy. Like, dude, you got to listen to these songs. <laughs> Those were the days when you had your friend who you really trusted in music, and he's like, I burned you, like, Here's 12 to 14 songs. That, that was a big responsibility, you know? Like oh, yeah. The, I mean, I burned some songs. I remember like, I mean, I had to, you had to make it. You only had, you only had an hour of audio you could put onto this disc. Yeah. And it had to be, it had to be really good. And the pressure was on too. So for example, if you're uh, like, you know, a young Ethan Shalloway pursuing a female and, you know, one of your first overtures is going to be, here is this CD mix of songs that I've chosen. That's they gotta, made me think of you. Yeah. That's got to be a good mix. Like you can't, you can't be putting, um, you know, you can't be putting smash mouth on there or something like, but the problem is you had to hit that right mix of like, you had to have some hits. So they actually like knew some of the things that were on there, but then other ones was like, wow, like this person is so mysterious. So insightful. Like exactly. I, didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even know that Limp Biscuit had a <laughs> chocolate starfish and the hot dog, <laughs> chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. <laughs> I've never put Limp Biscuit on a, a CD for a girl. Well, maybe that's uh, that's, that's the a difference thing. maker. You might have to, you know. Um, I definitely loved, yeah, burning CDs. That was great. Yeah. Now we just got playlists, which is great too. Yeah, but play, they're, play, they're playlists over, are good too. Yeah, yeah that, you can that, do the same thing. Yeah, and I and I do enjoy. I, I I like making playlists, and that's another thing I like about the page too. Is I'll make different playlists and I'll share them with people, and um, you know, people will reply and be like wow this is actually really good or hey i just want to let you know i put this on at work and it was really cool and those those are always some of my favorite messages to get if like you post something and someone's like wow i didn't know about this musician and then they respond like hey man like i've been listening to this group or this person nonstop for the last three days thanks so much for for showing me you know this music um that's always fun too um because i like to think we share more good um beneficial things than we do meaningless shit postery but um people seem to get some, someone seems to get something out of every post that we do yeah there's always and more. just like yeah and just kind of like we talked about it earlier but um getting a request and sometimes when it hits you in that right mood and you're like you know what i got you brother and you go quick pull up the exact video they're looking for they're like mm -hmm. hey could you really do this or sometimes you've done it where like hey my brother passed away he was a huge like he was a huge Cure fan. Could you yeah. post some some Cure or post some, uh, you know, post some Gord? For I remember you did that once for yeah for, uh, for Gord brother, Downey for somebody yeah for exactly. a brother and you posted it and like th those type of interactions when people ask or or if if you know even if they didn't ask but when you can post something uh, for a specific reason and it's just well received that's always a it's always a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, and this kind of ties into what we were talking about at the beginning. Like it's, it's still weird to me to find myself in a position where somebody would ask me, you know, something of that nature, or somebody would see the page as something that could be helpful in that way. And if, if I see something like that a hundred times out of a hundred, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll try to try to make a post and, and yeah. commemorate somebody because at the end of the day, you know, there's so much shitty stuff that goes on on the internet and, you know, unfortunately, there's 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 a decent amount of shitty things that go on on our page um, that sometimes are out of our control with people saying you know bad things to people. But anytime you have an opportunity to do something like that, I think it's it's worth it. You know, because you're you're given this blank canvas on the internet and you can post whatever you want and you can 
you know, talk about whatever you want and, you know, you might as well, you know, trend towards the good if you can. Yeah. And it's just like, so we've worked with, um, I just think of like posts that make people extremely happy. Some of the best responses is when there's artists, whether it be uh, music or say drawing or certain things. And we, we share their work and we give them credit. Um, that, that makes a huge difference in, in a small band or a small stuff. So when, when we, we've kind of switched, um, switched up how we do things with like promotional work and just sharing bands and who we share and we get a ton of requests, but it's always nice to just post somebody and then we get a really nice message from them. And they're just so thankful that they got on the page and it's like, yeah. And I mean, if, if I'm being honest with you and everybody out there, like it's the least we could do is post you guys on this platform. And I've told people, I'm like, Hey man, like, if we can post you guys and, and it fits in and like, you know, sorry, we don't do it more. We don't want to flood the page per se, but like, it is always fun to do that. And people, when people are super happy um, and they yeah. like, post it on their story, like, Hey, we're on grunge Bible. I'm like, yeah. And, and, even, cool. and even selfishly, I just think about artists like that, that, you know, personally, I, I'm most excited not to share it with other people, but the fact that it was shared with me. So just thinking of like three of my favorite you know, musicians or bands that we've worked with. I think of the Blue Cheese, uh, great ac- acoustic duo. Um, I, I think of I think of Hello Mary, which I'm actually wearing mm-hmm. their shirt right now. Incredible. Um, I think they've got music coming out this spring, and I also think of uh, June Swoon, who you, mm-hmm. who you taught me about, which um, her album, uh, which came out in 2019, it was I think it was called "This Town Could Be Big Enough for the Both of Us." Yep. Like, pretty much single-handedly got me through a pretty terrible breakup. Um, like I just discovered it just at the time that a relationship of mine was ending. And, you know, it was, it was just great that I was able to, you know, to, to hear that and, um, you know, to be able to share it with people too, and tell people about it. And, and also I think it's cool too, to be able to, you know, regardless of the size of the artist, to be able to somehow get in contact with them and tell them, you know, thank you. And, and, you know, I always try to do that. Uh, if I can, you know, if I find something that I enjoy is just to be able to reach out and be like, Hey, like this was really special to me, or this was really helpful. Or I really, it really resonated with me because I think at the end of the day, um, that type of encouragement, uh, regardless, whatever it is that you're doing, if you're encouraged, you know, by people that, you know, they find value in it, you know, that's, that's gotta be a really empowering feeling. And even with the page, you know, people will tell us, Hey, thanks for doing it. You know, it's, I don't think it takes any talent to do what we do. Like we're not, we're not talent, like, you know, we just post stuff on the internet, but it is, it is, it is always nice to, to hear, you know, that people are enjoying it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's definitely nice when you can connect with an artist that, uh, it's just like, I mean, it's just like when we post things that, and people respond to us, like if, if we can respond to somebody that affected us and they respond back, that always is a really nice interaction. Yeah. hundred percent. But yeah, there's there's a lot of good and there's a lot of bad uh, to social media, um, but I, I definitely think at the end of the day there certainly is more good than bad. So I guess you know if you're one of the things social media too, really quick, it's it's always strange to me how people just the way that they'll interact as if you know you're not talking to another human being. You know, like the old adage, like oh you wouldn't say that if they were sitting across across the table. But I think it kind of works both ways. It's, you know, sometimes people are more comfortable sharing personal things that they might want to share because they're online and they don't have to face people. And there's also, you know, unfortunately people that are more comfortable sharing horrible things and calling people names and being mm-hmm. shitty because they're not across. But 
you know, that's always the weird thing about technology and innovation is that, you know, there's no user guide on to, you know, hey, this is what you should use it for, um, or this is what you shouldn't use it for. And it's just kind of, kind of up to us. But I, I do think fundamentally, there's more, there's more good people out there than there are bad. So. Yeah. They make a good point about the people feeling, um, more comfortable sharing online. And we've, that's, I was going to bring that up. That's one of the, we've had some very, very deep conversations with a lot of people, um, in our direct messages. And, and that's, what's always scary to think that if we didn't, if we haven't seen our full inbox, what we've missed, um, cause we try to respond to certain, um, certain looking messages and certain tones. And we've had some, um, some really good interactions and some, uh, just some important times yeah, in people's really lives. Conversations, and, yeah. Yep, and that is um, that's always, you know, that's always worth. Yeah, that's another. It's thing. always like, worth it. Yeah, like that's another one of those things that anytime you have the opportunity to be there for somebody, um, just as I've I've inevitably used the pages the page at times. Um, you know, if I'm going through some stuff, I'll share something, and I'll I'll comment about it. Be like you know, I'll share a bit of music and say something and random strangers will, you know, encourage me or whatever, or, you know, share their perspective and different things. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's such a good platform when people are just helping one another and trying to make each other's lives better, because, you know, if we're not doing that, then what are we doing? Right. That's what it comes down to. That's this, that's definitely what this page is. I love, I just love calling it a music community, you know, and it's yeah. so cool to think that there's people from all ages in different countries uh, interacting. It's pretty, it's pretty unique. Yeah. Including Fred Durst of Limp Biscuit. Yes. Including most importantly, Fred Durst from Limp, Limp yeah. Biscuit. He is, he is the most significant interactor on this page. Just like, we're not that far from like having meeting up with him or something i feel (laughs) we get to ride in the station wagon that he posts incessantly on his instagram page that would be that would be a big moment this dude we listen to rolling by lip biscuit as we go as we drive in that That would be that would be god tier meme material is with fred durst listening to rolling in his station wagon um, with 40s, because you probably would have to have 40s just to Hell com- yeah, we would. complete the meme. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> Hell yeah, 40s. We got drunk on it too. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's the way it goes. That's, down a, to that's it. another time. Uh, we'll talk about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll time. save that one for another time. But yeah, we're really appreciative for the platform. Uh, you know, and if you're still with us here, you know, we're, we're nine podcast episodes in. We had a couple of bonus episodes and I've, I've kind of in a way been overwhelmed by the feedback and, and just the, the metrics behind it. There's a lot of people listening, a lot of people seeming to enjoy it and everything. And, and we're so grateful, uh, for everybody, um, that's, that's been listening and everybody that's been supporting. Uh, and as we said, uh, and as we continually say, if you're interested in supporting this podcast, uh, we do have a Patreon account, uh, which you can go to grungebible.com, uh, for the links there and you can support us. We have three different tiers, uh, which with you can show your support. Um, additionally, we have uh, merchandise available that's also linked on grungebible.com. And then lastly, you know, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're, you're streaming it. You know, follow it on Spotify, subscribe to it on Apple Podcast, yeah. uh, throw our YouTube page a follow um, or a subscription rather, and leave a review. Um, you know, especially on Apple Podcasts, you can you can give it a, a certain number of stars. 
um, and you can leave a review, you can write up something. So if you're enjoying it, we would really appreciate it. You know, if you did any of those things or even just send us a direct message that we will read and we will respond because we like those messages and, and you know, we like to interact with people when we can. Uh, and just let us know how we're doing. Let us know if you like it, if you hate it. Um, but speaking of reviews, uh, we do officially have our first one-star review on uh, on Apple Podcasts, somebody gave us a one star review. Printed out. Somebody said somebody gave a one star review and said, "Barf, this is the worst podcast ever." So I think that's going to be the new byline for the uh, for when the, that for the promotion. Through? I think this was like a week ago. Okay, so the I first, if we the first did, one. If we did anything to somebody, pro- probably somebody that, that I blocked. Yeah. Um, but that's just the way it goes. You you take the good with the bad, and you keep moving forward. But seriously, thank you everybody uh, who's out there listening. You know, if you're hearing our words right now. Um, that's more than we'd ever expected anybody to do is to be with yeah. us and listen. Yeah, I was just—I uh, was going to say the same exact thing. I mean, there's plenty of ways to support us, but the best way to support us is just to tag along and be here for this and listen and just keep listening. And if you can't can't do anything else, that's really fine by us. Uh, maybe at some point, if you're available to do it, but if not, just uh, just listening is is. And responding every once in a while is great. Yeah, listening and and tolerating our shitty memes that most of the time come from me, so I apologize. Um, Next segment right here, Song of the Week. Um, I have one, actually, that uh, I'll I'll lead in with this just because I referenced them earlier. So my Song of the Week, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, um, is... In the Fade by Queens of the Stone Age. So I don't, oh. I've never gotten into Queens of the Stone Age. Um, everybody has told me that I need to listen to them. Uh, this song popped up for some reason on my Discover Weekly on Spotify this morning on Monday. Um, and uh, the reason why I like it so much is that Mark Lanigan does the vocals on it. So he, I think he was a touring member and he recorded on a couple of Queens of the Stone Age albums. So that's the that's the Queens music that I am most inclined to enjoy. And and in the fade, um, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's Mark Lanigan. You know, anything that Mark does, I'm a fan of. So uh, that is my song of the week. I've been listening to it a bunch today. That's awesome. I'm adding it, I'm adding it to the uh to the, the official playlist, playlist right now. As we so speak, we're doing real time. You can't get better than this. I got it right here. I'm I'm just I'm clicking add add the playlist so I can remember. So the nice part about this is if you follow the playlist, you get the the new songs added to the playlist before the podcast Bonus. comes out on Friday. Bonus baby. <laughs> so it comes out way before this is a whole week in advance, which yeah. is we're happy that we're um that we are recording these in, in real time. It's kind of fun. Closer to real um, time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, same week. So yeah. okay, that's that, that's that's a great add so that's, to the playlist. That's fifty percent of this week's bonus. Ethan, what's the other fifty percent? What is your song of the week? I got a good one. So this one kind of parallels with my experience the other weekend uh, when I went back to I went back to Kentucky. But I uh, we it's it's a theme song, I guess. <laughs> uh, but it's by Bowling for Soup, and it's the song Almost. <laughs> oh my gosh! And, uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm at, uh, I'm sharing too much, but no, the no such thing. You're only sharing it with thousands of people. Yeah, no, but almost, I think it's a great anthem and sometimes it just feels right when you almost have it, you almost had something and you let it go or or that girl, but the lyrics, um, I just want to read it. It says, I almost had you, but I guess that doesn't cut it. Almost had you and I didn't even know it. So for all those, for all those girls that you forgot to make a playlist for, and you forgot to tell them, um, you know, they they have the voice of a CD for them in 2006. 
There's the still early. time. There's still time. Don't forget to say something because you, you can have them, but you got to give them that CD. So yeah, almost by Bowling for Soup. Um, it's just an anthem. I just that, started listening to Bowling for Soup more that's uh, recently. That's fantastic. I, I can confidently say that I think the only Bowling for Soup song that I know is the cover of 1985. They did. Um, I don't know why, but that just... That's ma- a cover? Yeah. I, I, I just found this <laughs> out recently. Apparently... I don't think I knew that. No, I didn't know this either until like a week I, or really? two ago. Yeah, I forget. I forget who it was by, but nevertheless, um, I don't know why, but your your, your song suggestion suggestion kind of made me think of and i don't know why but it made me think of my own worst enemy by lit those those are are they similar at all (laughs) well so we had this joke i was driving up i was driving up with my buddy jacob and i put it on and like you got like hawthorne heights bowling for soup simple plan like these bands from that 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 type of emo punk they all sound the same jimmy e world you know yes that like those bands have the higher pitch guys and they're just absolute like I think I posted almost on uh, Portradio too, but they're just all the same. Uh, they're they're all very similar. Yeah. They're not the same. They're all very different, but they're all the they're same. all they're all cars on a similar highway. So look at that. I mean, we've got we've got bowling for soup references. We've got Fred Durst banter. Um, we've got bitching and complaining. We've got uh, finding out that 1985 was actually a cover. All in all, uh, you know what more could you want for an episode of the Grunge Bible podcast, right? It's- checks all my boxes pretty much what it comes down to so once again thank you to everybody who's listening thank you to everyone who is choosing to support us um over there on patreon or by listening or in any way shape or form that you're choosing to uh show your support uh our producer of this podcast is drew mcfadden so want to shout out a special thank you as always to drew and uh i believe that will do it for episode nine of the grunge bible podcast so stay tuned next week episode 10 is going to be an episode about 10 by Pearl Jam. It has so to be. So I'm excited. Yeah, we're excited for that one. So we're going to get to work on that one. Uh, in the meantime, we hope you enjoy this episode and we will talk to you next week with some 10 action. Hell yeah, brother. Rock and roll. Thanks again, guys. Rock and roll. We'll see you next week. Take it easy. <laughs>